We're Hello. here. Hello, we are here. It's official. Mm-hmm. It's finally, finally official. This is a podcast this time. We're this finally time, doing a podcast. Yep, this time it's a podcast. I know you guys have been like, why aren't you doing a podcast every week? And we're like, isn't that what we've been doing? And you guys are like, no. And so now mm-hmm. this one is a podcast somehow. We're, we're starting it. Um, <laughs> hi, Andrew, this is- how long? No, don't introduce the show yet. <laughs> oh, how okay. long? How long will we do this podcast? This one? Yeah. Oof. Let's let's do it. I feel I a need for a sort of wait and see attitude. Okay. You know, just uh, you know, we'll we'll, we'll take it five minutes at a time. That sounds good. <laughs> just check um, in, see how you feel at five minutes, and if you want to keep going, we can keep going. Okay, we can just do like we can throw it in the t- in the chat or in the text so that we don't have to subject our listeners to our check ins. Mm-hmm. But if we ever abruptly just end the show, you'll know that <laughs> one of us has responded in the negative with a thumbs down a, emoji. No, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done. Um, well, I enjoy oh, boy. this show because I like uh, the voicemails. I like hearing from our wild listeners. Um, but I, yeah, it's it's. It's certainly a thing to be doing. Um, I, I enjoy this show is what a way for a podcast host to talk. <laughs> well, <laughs> as far as this show goes. Okay. Uh, I am and well, I guess, conversely, I, I, I don't enjoy those things. So, <laughs> Okay, I am maybe too honest. Uh, but you know what? You're never going to accuse me of being fake, all right? I'm going to tell you all how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I was, what I was getting to was that I really enjoyed, um, Yo Can We Live last week. It was super fun. Um, we oh my God. the show, former culture king, future mm-hmm. king of our hearts, um, <laughs> Jackie Sneal on. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just so fun to have like a chat show, a hangout show. An unconscionable amount of detail about, uh, Northern Illinois. Hell yeah. Like That's just right. an unbelievable amount. You three, you three, uh, lunatics. Yep. No, you spent too much time in Chicago, the windy city. Yep, the windiest. Um, well, anyway, not to be a downer about this show that y'all are about to listen to. It's gonna be great. <laughs> um, but no, it's just the the news is hard when the world is hard, and then we have to tell you about more about why yeah. it's hard. It just gets a little tough. Yeah. But you guys know that. I'm not yeah. telling y'all anything you don't know. Yeah. Wait, my brain does not have this information of a thing that happened no more than three, possibly happened three minutes ago. Did we say this is Yosis Racist? We did not. Okay, good. Okay, I thought we'd, oh, it's a podcast, Yosis Racist podcast. <laughs> Tawny Newsome, mm-hmm. Andrew T, producer Kevin Bartelt. Hi. Hi, everyone. We, uh, God. we listen to your voicemail questions about racism with the help of a special guest or guests. This time there is not, no, no such person. Mm-mm. But first, we get into some very depressing current events. Um, mm-hmm. Should I have done a do-over where I have more energy so that people aren't like, damn, why would we listen to this if you're so mad? Are we, are we keeping all this in? Because the answer is, no, we're good. Okay, great. <laughs> I think we keep all this in. Fantastic. <laughs> it would be kind of a sharp contrast if you came in really bubbly and then we cut to the news. It might be a little oh. jarring for people. <laughs> like it's, most it's about- of our shows where, we, <laughs> where our tone yeah. is uh, incongruent wildly and our off. ads especially are just wildly inappropriate. I, um, I actually, one, one thing, even though we kind of do repeat you know, it's nice that we have so many repeat ads, but, mm-hmm. you know, it is often a similar copy and sentiment. Uh, a couple times when I was doing those BetterHelp ads, 
I definitely did try to make a couple of them a little more somber. Oh, <laughs> sure. Just so it's not such a like, blah, 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 after we've talked yeah. about something awful. Is, is that a weird thing to do? Is that cynical? Let us know. I did I, not get to do therapy today. So <laughs> I think um, it's sensitive. I don't think it's cynical. I think we'll this see. is a... Yeah. We've said one million times, this is a weird show to do, slash, who is this for? Um, yes, we probably should make some who is this for merch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yo, is this racist? Who is this? Who for? is this for? <laughs> Literally, we're serious. Actually, on the on the light side, um, someone did. I don't know if they tagged. I got this DM to me a couple of times. Anyway, someone found an, a duck knife. Hell um, yeah! A, a, like a a little. It's like a little metal like duck sculpture, but it has like a little jackknife in the bottom of it. And the person on Twitter wrote, "Duck around and find out." And turns right. out. Turns out people want to DM that to me. Mother of Gators is the duck and run and find out. Duck around and find out. Okay. Nice. The, the sort of ongoing, I'm going to say easy news. And what I mean is it's easy to describe, not easy to like, it's not easy. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, the, the wave of violence against elderly Asian people has been continuing, especially actually, I feel like part of it is like, there's so many that seem to take place in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, of course, because there's a huge population of uh, Asian people there relative to the rest of America. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if we, you know any of the details are super important, I guess. I, but but yeah, a man stabbed two um, women, 65 and 85, last mm-hmm. week. And the thing, actually, that like, so so I, I we're at the stage where it's like. Well, it's like two things. It's like the hashtagginess of it is like always like, it's not an immediate effect. And I understand that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, stop Asian hate or whatever is like uh, a, an important um, idea. And like all those things, it, it is also like, I don't want to be a scold about like, oh, you're just doing a hashtag or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. sort of the, the same the same thing that happened with like the black squares around the George Floyd uprisings. Like, mm-hmm. you know... At the end of the day, certainly better you did it than you didn't, especially if you're a white person. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe only if you're a white person, actually. But, um, but you know, there also is a thing like like the disconnect from from this is like rather high, right? Because this is now like sort of becoming a wave of like um, immediate physical violence against isolated and vulnerable people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a th- that's like very far from what a hashtag is, and and so a thing that I saw this week that was like kind of changing my mind a little bit because a lot of the conversation from Asian people, especially the people that I am close to, which is like or close to and or hear from, which is like this like Hollywood community, it probably unfortunately over indexes for East Asian people, mm. um, and so it's this like relatively privileged group of Asian people. Um, and I was seeing a bunch of stuff that was like, to my mind, feeling more like vigilante justice, mm-hmm. this like, I'll walk you home, you know, if you're an Asian person thing. Mm-hmm. And, and it was this thing of like, well, these are like individuals trying to, in my opinion, make themselves feel tough, as opposed to actually doing something. And that's why I was sort of like more advocating for like, um, you know, a thing that I have found helpful is like the mutual aid group that I'm working with. Um, does 
you know, has been trying to, you know, make some inroads. And I know actually some other folks in the group are, are doing a better job at like, you know, just partnerships between, and not even partnerships, but just like mm-hmm. forming relationships and talking to like groups in Chinatown, groups in Little Tokyo, like, um, and, you know, because, you know, the, the group that I mostly work with is concentrated in Skid Row and that is mostly black and Latino folks as far mm-hmm. as that community goes. Not mostly, but like, like over indexes for, I would, visually say, and I, I feel relatively confident in guessing that that's the truth. Um, but mm-hmm. it is like, like, so the thing with like, you know, actually stopping Asian hate as opposed to talking about it is like, you know, so there is some level of like, um, perhaps like, you know, the street patrol stuff um, where you people have been volunteering to just like walk around the streets of like major Asian areas at night mm-hmm. um, is like useful. And, and but I, I would try to encourage people to be like, it's more useful. It's not useful because you're Batman. It's useful because like that's how you build community. Right. Yeah, like, just more like, eyes on vulnerable people is great. Yeah, more eyes and more relationships and them mm-hmm. knowing they're not alone. And ideally, you know, because, again, you're not going to be able to Batman this shit forever. But what really will make everyone safer and community stronger is when neighbors, the actual people that live there, know mm-hmm. who each other are, talk to each other, look out for each other that way. Like, that is that is the way that we will actually protect people in the long term. And mm-hmm. like, you know, so I'm coming around to this idea of like, okay, fine. But in sort of like the interim, it is like mm-hmm. probably better if there are people walking around and like, like, you know, escorting, you know, in this case, it seems like us Asian seniors are being targeted, but also often Asian seniors who are like relatively poor, like those mm-hmm. things are all together. So like, there is this thing where it, it, it isn't just a bodyguard. The community doesn't right. really need a bodyguard for each vulnerable person because that's not like feasible and that's not mm-hmm. a solution actually. Um, and am I wrong in thinking that that thinking promotes more aggression, even unintentionally, even when it's meant as a defense? Like, should we be thinking about defense or should we be thinking about what you're talking about, which is connection? And Well, I mean, ideally, yes. The, the <laughs> thing is that... I, I also understand that there's a lot of very angry people and like sure. there's probably no way that it actually look if you're motivated to be on the street, especially if you're, you know, a young um often man like out there, sort of like it or not, there is an implicit like I, we don't have to call it violence uh, to it, but there is like a, you know, one thing my body is good for is fighting people, or mm. at least they, they think it is. Um, that's the other side of it, by the way. Half of these fucking actors out there, I know you've done stage combat, but you do not actually want to be in a <laughs> fucking street fight. Just I have a certificate on my wall that says moderate skill in rapier and dagger, I'll have you know, and hand to hand. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, some of these folks in, in my Instagram feed, they, they don't, they don't, they shouldn't, they, no one should want to be in a street fight, but certainly the amount that these guys kind of seem like they want to be in a street fight is too high. I mean, um, with, without naming names, the types of like uh, very prominent and successful circles you sometimes run in, I just imagine you on the group chat being like, guys, you're not Batman. And then the next day deadline is like, guess who plays Batman? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
not saying it's impossible, but right. But that's the, the real thing is, you know, Batman is fascist propaganda. Uh, anyway, Ooh, um, he's just a man with gadgets. He's just a billionaire beating up poor people. Tired Batman, wired go go gadget. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Inspector Gadget is still a cop. Um, so this is actually something I did not bring up beforehand, but I uh, definitely wanted to talk about. This past week uh, was May 5th, which just in 2019, the White House officially designated as the National Day of Awareness for Missing and Murdered Native Women and Girls. Um, you might have seen the hashtag for murdered and missing Indigenous women, um, sometimes with uh, trans and two-spirit people included in that. But um if you're new to this issue, I encourage you to follow people um, that have been talking about this for a long, long time, well before I knew to talk about it. Uh, some of those accounts are Native Women's Wilderness. I really like to follow them for, you know, really thorough outdoorsy content from uh, an Indigenous perspective. And Illuminative, which was a suggestion from our buddy Joey Clift. Um, but they were both doing a lot of, both of those accounts and organizations were doing a lot of posting and talking about it. Um, so here are some of the statistics. Indigenous women are murdered at a 10 times higher rate than all other ethnicities. Murder is the third leading cause of death for Indigenous women. That's according to the CDC. More than four out of five Indigenous women have experienced violence. More than half of Indigenous women experience sexual violence. More than half of Indigenous women have been physically abused by their intimate partners. Indigenous women are 1.7 times more likely than white women, Anglo-American white women, to experience violence. And they're two times more likely to be raped than Anglo-American white women. Uh, and the murder rate of indigenous women is three times higher than Anglo-American white women. Um, so there are, there are a lot of reasons for this that I'm not qualified to go into, which is why I point you to those accounts um, to look into it. But one thing I did want to talk about is there was a big outcry from a lot of people in uh, you know, the activism community, whatever you want to call it, when they were trying to share information about this on May 5th, uh, which at the time of recording was just like a few days ago, because Instagram, they were reporting that Instagram was pulling down their stories. Did you guys hear or see anything about this? No. Just from what you were posting. Yeah, I, I, I was hipped to it from uh, Illuminative and from former guest of the show, Lucas Brown Eyes. Apparently people that were posting with the MMIW hashtag we're experiencing a lot of their uh, content being taken down, erased, deleted. Mm -hmm. It's not like it's uh, it's it's not like I don't think organizations like Instagram are capable of that type of content suppression. I would like to believe that that's not what was happening. Um, Instagram released a report about some global glitch issue they were ha having, and seemed to eventually they thoroughly addressed you know the fact that they weren't specifically targeting this content, but. It, it really does, you know, when you use a platform to spread awareness for such a sensitive, difficult, awful topic, you you put a lot of trust in that platform. And when the platform abuses that trust, even just through a technology issue, it, it can be really hard to regain that again, especially with indigenous communities that don't have yeah. a ton of trust for shit run by, you know, white people. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what happened on that day, but I posted the next day because I was actually camping on the 5th and I posted the next day and was like, is my shit going to get taken down? And it did not. And I don't think it was, I don't know. I don't know if I think it was <laughs> nefarious yeah. or not. Yeah. Well, it, it is like, without being the boy who constantly cries wolf, it's like, 
all those tech companies have so little credibility on that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. the, you know, their content moderation is like routinely super racist. And, you know, just the way what they accept, what they don't accept from people, the both sidesism they play in terms of like preserving bigots' feelings um, mm-hmm. is, you know, the, the, you're right. Any, anyone would be right to assume, uh, in this case, if it's Instagram, like Facebook, the parent company is made a, you know, some kind of decision, you know, they mm-hmm. they do racist shit all the time. So, you know, maybe they did, maybe they didn't, but you know, their credibility on the issue is less than, less than nothing. They are yeah. fucking, you know, they're a big, uh, enabler of white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's why yeah. fair or not, that's why people's, uh, instinct is to jump to the assumption that they did something because even even if they didn't this time, they certainly have in the past. They certainly will again. They could. And it's, I guess it's worth knowing about things like this so that we don't just kind of blindly trust these fucking telephone, cell phone (laughs) picture platforms. um, Oh God, of course. To be there for serious things all the time. Yeah. Another, uh, a listener and a follower hipped me to a Canadian, since I'm up here, they told me about um, the Highway of Tears, which is the highway between Prince Rupert and Prince George up here in BC, and how many, you know, women have gone missing from hitchhiking up there, mostly Indigenous women. And it kind of ties into what you were talking about, Andrew, about the, um, just the connectivity and like building community, because, you know, this is this long, lonely stretch of highway where there's a bunch of predators there's, you know, cars are few and far between. So when these women who are, you know, often their only option is to go on foot between, you know, long distances, they're super vulnerable beca- vulnerable just because there aren't enough eyes up there. Um, so I guess one thing that Canada did recently was extend cell phone coverage along that highway, which I guess took years of legislation to get them to even do that, which is mm-hmm. frustrating that that's all they can do when they know this area since like the 70s has been such a um, such a spot for... <sighs> Yeah. Tragedy. I mean, and that's also like the larger point too of that is how, you know, white supremacy doesn't have to be enabled by um, hate uh, the way a lot of people think about it. Like, you know, like active KKK hate, right? Like there's also a world where cell phone stuff just doesn't get extended out there because it's not a priority because blah, blah, blah. There's not enough like high dollar users up there for them to put enough state, enough towers. Yeah, but it's like, you know, that affects people's safety and disproportionately, you know, people of color's safety, you know, and and that happens all the time in conjunction with hate and nefarious stuff. It's just like very powerful. Yeah. Um, Um, Thanks to listener Patrick for teaching me about that. Should we get into some voicemails? Yeah, I guess so, right? Is it voicemail time? Is there anything? I think it can be voicemail time. Um, Before we go to the break... Um, because I know some of you freaks only listen for the for the news part of this podcast. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> for this news part of the podcast that is not news. Um, just wanted to truly, truly thank our subscribers at Suboptimal Pods. I've just been so touched lately at how many people are going over there and checking it out. So thank you to oh, them. Yeah. Um, we've got lots of fun stuff coming out for y'all. But thanks for keeping our spirits up. Thank you. And supporting us and and, you know. And uh, hopefully, also, you know, if you're if you like the uh, news slash more casual part, sometimes it's the more casual part. I don't know. Uh, there's also a fun a fun part that we allude to 
you know, so we can yeah. there's, we can kick back, and that's more of a suboptimal thing. Cool. Okay. Not to sell you things after we just had a tough news segment. I just wanted to thank people. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Let's go to a break. Let's be back from a break. <gasps> We're back. Hello. Woo. All right. Um, I'm, I meant to mention, Andrew, when you brought up the duck knife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I have a I have duck-related um, Canada content. And it's that, and I'll, I will go into this more later, I think, but I, I believe <laughs> that the ducks and general wildlife up here has a different accent than the American oh, wow. wildlife. Oh, I think like I, people, we have different accents and the can- yeah. Canadian ducks sound different. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, I mean, that is a thing. I didn't, uh, I, I've heard about it in reference to, I believe, whales. Oh, whales have regional accents. Um, sure. but uh, yeah, I imagine they all would. The, the ducks for sure do. These ducks don't sound like ducks I know about. <laughs> I would have thought the ducks... Here, okay, here's my assumption. Would have been the ducks um, can... Because they migrate. Oh, so they I'm should say, be... I'm just saying some of those might be the same ducks. They should have multiple dialects. That's true. All, all ducks are dual <laughs> citizens. <laughs> <laughs> ducks have no borders. I think that we can all agree upon. Free ducks. Okay, free, I, now I just think you're pitching merch ideas. Ducks have no free, borders. Free ducks. <laughs> free ducks. Um, All right, let's, let's play a voice <laughs> Here we go. Hey, it's Audie and Andrew. Uh, fellow, a fellow Asian American told me that I should drop friends, especially from social media, who have not reached out to check in since all these uh, AAPI hate crimes have been popping up. So I just want to your, get your take. All right, thank you. I think we've hmm. talked about this a little before, right? Like the checking in and if that's the ultimate end-all deal-breaker of whether a person is good or not. Well, I I thought I was interested actually a little bit in this one because the, the part to me that was fresh about this was someone wanting check-ins. Yeah. This might be the first human being we've I've talked to that's like, well, yeah, I I want to. I need all my white friends to be checking in on me. Why didn't you like, all check you, in on me? Yeah. yeah. So that's a fresh take. I feel. Well, you touched on this before, though. When, um, you know, when something happens to a specific group of people, <sighs> I'm trying to say this the not messy way, but my brain is not working right now. Basically, like if this <laughs> happens to a demographic within a demographic, and you are checking on your friends who belong to that wider umbrella demographic. Like that is nice, but ultimately you're not really checking in on the people who are vulnerable to the violence. And maybe maybe you are too, but what we're talking about is when you're checking in with your buddy, Jim, who, you know, I don't know, works for career builder and isn't, isn't the type of person who's at the the heart of this, this, you know, victim. How did you pull career builder? Career builder is my go-to, like you have a job job. It's, it's Chicago. Cause I was in Chicago. Everybody worked at career builder and they would come to second city. (laughs) And I once did a, I once did an industrial video for them and they were mad that I wore, they told me to wear chinos and I didn't know what the fuck chinos were. So I just wore like blue slacks and they were like, no, at career builder, we wear chinos. I was like, stop saying chinos. I don't know what this is. (laughs) 
I was going to say stop saying at career builder. But yeah, <laughs> it's a little, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry to interrupt. That was no, not, not not even an appropriate tone or time, but you just said career builder so I know. confidently. I know. <laughs> I'm, I know. No, this one's on me. This is an Andrew bad and Andrew owns up to it, but I'm sorry. No, I don't have to be so weirdly specific. Like everything is a fucking improv show. We can both learn from this moment. Um <laughs> But does what I'm saying make sense? Yes, yes, yes. Then that's all I care about. Just that <laughs> if you're, I guess if your friend really wants chickens, that's between them and their, and their, 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 their whites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as far as the white community goes. I mean, I, the, the, I think the nuanced version of this for me is if you're checking in, are you checking in to actually make the other person feel better? Mm. And or are you checking in to make yourself feel better? And then are you sure? Mm-hmm. I, you know, we talked we touched a little bit on it on the episode with Jason Concepcion in a way too, which is just like I, I think I said this on that episode, but like this this is the this is, at least with the Asian stuff, this was the first time I just had a, a like a, it was basically pretty much a URL to a donation page, like locked and loaded for everyone that texted me. Hey, let me know if there's anything I can do. Yeah, because it's like there isn't for me, Andrew T. Anything you can do, right. like about a large societal force, like and it's fine. But like we that isn't that is an empty phrase. And if you're gonna say the empty phrase from now on, I'm gonna just have a. Here's yes. Yes, here's the thing you can do. I mean, that's actually like, because yeah, sometimes we don't know what to do, and so sometimes all we have is an empty phrase. And for you to have like an actionable thing, yeah, I think that's fine all around. (laughs) It probably is, but it is. You're you're right. Uh, And in when I was saying it, I was like, man, this is me being kind of a dick. But you're right. It is actually kind of nice to give people something concrete to do. Yeah, and it makes them go like, (laughs) Um, oh, great, okay. Yeah, I can do that. I had a friend who once had a, a a coworker they weren't fond of ask them if they could send them a gift for I don't know some work shit, and the white white person to black coworker and the black coworker was like, "Nah, man, but you can donate over here and over here and over here in my name." <laughs> I yeah, was like, that's that's a great way to not yeah. have to like be indebted to someone weirdly because they got you a gift. It's also better on the than the personal money. Like for all the joking aside that even on this show has happened many times about like just just Venmo someone for Black History Month or et cetera, mm-hmm. some version of that. I think we've also pointed out that almost every time someone actually does that, the amount is insultingly incorrect. <laughs> Usually too small. It can also be insultingly too high also, though. Um, so just donate, you know, donate the amount of money you would spend on a medium dinner, whatever a that is for you. Dinner. You know, not the craziest dinner you've ever... Like, for me, it would be about $25. Oh, okay. Um, we have but, different thoughts about what a medium <laughs> dinner is. You know, just like a, like a normal a normal dinner. I guess I'm thinking because I'm I am partnered, so I think of everything mm. in a double. Sure. Table but you, you get what I'm saying. One medium dinner, please. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like just, just like whatever, whatever the amount that's like you wouldn't think twice about spending on yourself... Mm-hmm. Sure. That is the amount that you should send to a charitable organization or or more maybe, but like at least that. Now, okay, and this is wildly off the caller's topic. So caller, I hope we've helped you in some way. But <laughs> caller, you're weird. You're you're weird. Your friend's weird. Caller, you're we fine. Guess you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> we guess you're fine. You're fine. And don't let your friend pressure you into 
requiring something of people that you previously did not require of them. Um, and that you probably don't even want. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking about if, if I, if one of my Asian friends was like, yo, you got to block anyone that didn't reach out to you on social media. <laughs> First of all, I have different criteria for blocking people. And I don't, no one tell me what, how Andrew blocks. Cause Andrew blocks the way he wants. And he'll only sometimes burn professional bridges doing it. Ugh. Um, no, those are the the only one I ever cared about has been repaired because that oh, was good. truly. I I thought oh, this yeah, happened on air. This. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it was uh um it was Aaron Gibson and Brian Safi because at, I was at a part time, of that. Yeah, I was the that's I was right. the, the was, uh, communicator <laughs> between I mean, the two parties. I was the earwolf lawyer. <laughs> I had I had a time when I was just my policy was if if you are promoting a tweet, you get blocked. Ah! Because so I was what, just do you like, just have like NBC and Comedy Central blocked? Well, okay, so let me just say, <laughs> so yeah, that was a, but that that was supposed to be like a fuck you to Twitter. Like, don't Got make it. money off this shit. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Mm -hmm. So that was just my like, you know, just what I would do. Um, since then, I have amended that to muting um like entertainment companies that I might want to work for that sure. I don't want to be advertised from, but I don't want to them to have been blocked. Cause then they can't um, read your, they can't look at you to hire you. Got it. Well, yeah. And, and more importantly, yeah, they, yeah, they, they can't be like, Hey, why did you block us? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> why did you block me? HBO. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And, you know, because then the answer is, well, see, what you have to understand is I have a very peculiar and probably incorrect idea about how capitalism works. Sure, sure, sure. Um, H but, HBO buys a suboptimal <laughs> subscription for the $100 like, tier to get just, yeah, Andrew Bell They should them. do it. They should have to. I probably wouldn't do it if they did that. Um, <laughs> but, but then, yeah, and then at some point... Um, Clearly, I imagine when throwing shade was on TV, um, is would be my guess. Sure, they the the two of them had promoted stuff, so I just you know, and I didn't really know them, so I was like, well, yeah, I, I, I did not even think it through. It's just my policy literally was like, see it promoted block, see it promoted block. Um, the flip side to this, actually, I have not I have not documented this, but I saw another person on Twitter has like the same policy, but you know, they're they're probably less grovelly to the entertainment industry. So I think they just do. But they have started documenting the ads they do get now. Ooh. Because once you once you block a sufficient, you know, you just get random weird yeah. shit. Like I have gotten for a while, I was getting like like Twitter accounts that were all identical, but just had one different number at the at the end. So oh. it looked like a bot, but it was like just selling like industrial I, I don't even know it was like it was, truly it was like ball bearings or some some <laughs> shit like that <laughs> just like 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 little little mechanical things that the, yeah. just, that's what they were selling and clearly they just bought a block of twitter accounts and just promoted all of them or something like that but it's very weird oh my God. um anyway i stopped doing that with the people that i shouldn't be blocking well that's end. good but i probably still have a bunch of them blocked from before so I don't know if anyone's mad at me. I hope they aren't, but surely this entertaining Call tale in. will will uh, <laughs> Call in three two three three nine seven two two three. Tell us if you're mad at Andrew. Just everyone call if you're mad at me, call in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. That's all I want. 
Oh, okay. Um, Should we do another voicemail? Where were we? Yeah. Did we solve anything? Yeah. Yeah. This I your caller, your friend is legitimately I but okay, here's here's where I will say the other part. It was like we I think reacted to this as people who will say have a decent number of people, uh, you especially Tawny, like who are like sort of fans who feel very close to you, but just even beyond that, we we mm. both have like a decent number of people who like we'll just say want closeness to us more than we are aware of closeness to them. Parasocial type. Is that fair? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and especially with like, uh, and, and in this industry and like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we have more white friends than they have uh, people of color friends mm. um, likely. Um, and thus we probably over index for check-ins that are just like uh, big old eye rolls. And I do think if you're a normal human being, <laughs> The people that you follow on Twitter are probably closer to people like friends. And so there's probably a world where, like, if your actual genuine friends, like, have not said anything or checked in with you, probably maybe that actually is okay advice. Do we just have a weird perspective just being sort of known on the internet and thus... We're, we're, we're wrong about this entirely? No, I think you're you're right. I also think that I'm aware that I don't need the same type of, like, affirmation or not even affirmation, but I, I don't need, yeah, I don't know. I, I have good relationships with people in my life where I get, you know, enough support that I, I like mm-hmm. having people online that I don't know who like stuff that I make or who like what we do here. I enjoy those, like, very light relationships, maybe a DM back and forth, but but I don't ever need those people who I don't know to say really nice things to me. And and when they do, I'm always like, oh, thank you. That was so nice because I know that you took time out of your day to do that. So I appreciate because of your time, but I don't require that for like, right. I, I'm one of the few actors that maybe doesn't require <laughs> like compliments. <laughs> I'm fine with my friends giving me compliments. So I, right. I lump it into the same thing. Like I don't need a stranger checking in just because like I don't really know you and it doesn't it doesn't really do it for yeah. me, but it's nice that you yeah. did it. But also Google your own donation pages and and you can take a reasonable guess if you're if you're the white friend in this situation. All right. I don't know. Yeah. Let's do another voice. Let's do it. Here comes another. Hey, what's up, you people? Uh so I am driving past a church that has a Black Lives Matter uh sign in front of it, which is obviously great. But it, on the sign, it also says Greg's life matters, uh, Daphne's life matters, Gerald's life Ooh. matters. Yes, I stopped to make this call. Um, so uh, <laughs> the first thing that came into my mind, and obviously this could be wrong, there's a million explanations, but the first thing that came to my mind is, oh, no, they put the names of three, the three <laughs> black people in their congregation on this sign. <laughs> um, so... You know, I, I have a pretty strong reaction to that. That seems insane. But then I, I thought about it some more, and maybe it kind of doesn't seem insane. It's, it, you know, they're saying maybe Black Lives Matter, not just in the abstract, but specifically, Greg, your life matters. We care about you. We love you. Daphne, Gerald, we, we you know, we care about you. You specifically, rather than just Black Lives Matter in the abstract. So maybe it's not crazy. And is actually good. I don't know. Um, let me know what you think. Thanks, Mike. Wow. 
uh, a, a rare you people. That, that used to be what we called all of our listeners. Um, very confusing. Sounds very offensive if you're not in the know. This caller's clearly in the know, so don't get mad at them. A lot of, especially because I believe the origin of that was actually before Tawny started. And that was definitely from the ill-advised time <laughs> I like the show where we just, just, I, I feel like my vibe was pitching a lot of shit that just really, just very unlikable without a lot of explanation. Yeah. You wanted to start shit. Yeah. It was just like, like inside jokes that it was just like, who is this for? Who is this for? Get our new t-shirt. Um, <laughs> so, uh, first of all, Daphne's not a black woman's name. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Don't at me if you're a black woman named Daphne. Congrats. <laughs> it's not common enough that my first thought was like, why did they put a bunch of white people's names after Black Lives Matter? Like, that was my first thought. Mm-hmm. I know. That actually was something that, that was when, what I thought that, like, the... <laughs> the the caller uh did not consider was that it was just some version of all lives matter that was my first and only thought and then the caller yeah. had so many other thoughts that i was like maybe i'm dumb i don't know i don't know this church i also want to know where it was yeah what's the likelihood um, that this was an integrated church i mean the likelihood that it was an integrated church in america in 2021 is pretty low i mean catholic Churches, you know yeah, I mean, sure, like integrated as in technically integrated, yes, but <laughs> churches are segregated as fuck. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I mean, in, yeah, in like more like, you know, Baptist and I'm yeah. not, but, but in Catholic churches, they're pretty, you know, Catholic is Catholic. So there's not like a black Catholic church, is what I'm saying. So, right. Uh, I guess, you know, just drawing on a little bit of, demographic guessing Catholic churches though also don't seem as like sign oriented as some of That's the Protestant ch- churches they don't like a, a quip yeah there's not, not, as, not as many jokes outside the cathedral <laughs> a Presbyterian church is way more likely to put what did I see I saw one of my friends by my friend's house in Connecticut once that was like trying to get insta famous how about Insta Jesus or something that was so cool? I was like, oh, get out of here. How about Eternal Famous? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm talking a little bit of shit because I don't really know that much about any kind of Christianity, I suppose. So maybe maybe I'm just wrong, but that's my guess is some kind of Protestant something. And therefore also probably not very integrated. Let's go with the caller's first idea, which was <laughs> driving by church, Black Lives Matter, specifically our loyal brethren, <laughs> Brother Gerald, <laughs> Brother Greg, and Sister Daphne. <laughs> how, how do those people feel? Do those people want their names on a sign? Is it, I don't, I don't even know where to begin. I'm also not a church goer, so I don't, these relationships yeah. I don't really understand. Well, that so that actually, though, is sort of the crux of this, which is like, to me, I was like, I hope that those people were consulted. <laughs> but then it also becomes a thing where it's like, you got three black people in your church. Like, that right. simply cannot be a high percentage. If they weren't consulted, okay, I guess that's even weirder. But to me, the weirdest part is putting any of that on a sign. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the sign, or sorry, any of the names. I guess, like, Black Lives Matter is great. 
because mm-hmm. that's, you know, clear messaging. Greg's life matters Mm-mm. could not be more confusing as far as like a vibe and a tone. Greg's life matters is is a joke. And I don't know if the church was aware that they're being very funny. I'm just trying to think. I've never belonged to a church. The closest thing, the the closest cult-like thing I've ever been a part of is like the Second City, right? Where I was one of few. It was like me, Edgar Blackman, Christina Anthony, and like Sam Richardson were the only Black people at that time out of 30 main cast member and then another 30 like Torco members. So if the Second City had put (laughs) Black Lives Matter... Sam's life matters, Christina's life matters, Edgar's life matters, Tawny's life. I would be mortified. <laughs> so that's the, I, this is not a great example, but it's all I can think of. And I don't think those black people want that sign to happen. <laughs> it's just right. That has to be the case. Oof. Oh, man. Anyway, that, that it's so weird. So weird. I don't like any version of it. I, I still like it partially think it, it is a, some kind of all lives matter variant also i i still have that sinking feeling so yeah, yeah it's almost like they went black lives matter of course they do because everyone's life matters everyone like greg like dad like they just started pulling names mm-hmm. of whomever and they had limited sign space or something i really want yeah. them to pull over to the church and ask do a, a couple of follow-ups with the priest yeah. and, and yeah call, call back you know what? We don't usually take callbacks. And I'm going to be honest, it will be possibly be several <laughs> months or possibly mm-hmm. even a year before we get to, before I even see the follow up. However, go, go find out what's up with that. <laughs> maybe, go, maybe go DM, DM, DM the yo account and, and just let us know. Let um, us know. My also my second thought is this is the priest that is calling and is trying to pretend like it's not and being like, that seems pretty cool, don't you think? Yeah, aren't we great? I was just driving by this church. Don't know what it's called. Uh well, if you're the preacher, cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> but good job, you made it on the show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of DMing uh, the Yo account, it's at Yo Is This Racist on Twitter and Instagram. That's not a good replacement, though, for a voicemail. I know some people like to DM and be like, check out this bad thing. And it's just not reliable. We're just not going to get to it. So if you want us to talk about something you saw, please call in 323-389-7223. That's 323-389-RACE. Yeah. Yo Is This Racist, Tronny Newman, Kevin Bartelt, Andrew T., we're still, we still we did it we did we renewed the podcast nine times during this recording so <laughs> that's how much fun we're having all right bye bye this is so bad to me.